"'Splendid!' exclaimed Holmes suddenly, looking over a piece that had caught his eye in the Daily Telegraph. It was a chilly yet bright early morning in December 1894. My colleague had asked me to call on him first thing, as he said he had a new case that required my assistance. On arriving at Baker Street, I had been offered one of Mrs. Hudson's marvellous cooked breakfasts, and when seated upstairs beside my colleague, had eagerly partaken of the thickly sliced bacon, fried egg, tomatoes, and kedgeree that had been presented to me. In contrast, Holmes had contented himself with a single piece of toast and a strong black coffee, and had remained largely uncommunicative beyond his initial greeting when I first entered the room. He was dressed in a long crimson dressing gown, under which I could see that he was already prepared for a formal engagement of some kind. Beneath the open silk gown he was wearing some sharply pleated grey pinstripe trousers, white cloth spats, a starched dress shirt, and a black bow tie. I had already noted the black frock coat which Mrs. Hudson had placed on a hanger to his left, and the top hat which Holmes had positioned somewhat incongruously on the head of a plaster death-mask which sat in pride of place on the mantelpiece. "'What is splendid, Holmes?' I queried with obvious irritation, having waited for further words or some suitable explanation which had not been forthcoming. Holmes seemed impervious to my agitation. It seems that Inspector Lestrade has a rare murder mystery for us to consider, Watson. I apologize for not having explained matters more fully in my earlier telegram, but I need you to meet with the good inspector when he arrives here at nine o'clock this morning. This piece in the Daily Telegraph gives us some indication of the puzzle which Lestrade is faced with, and the reason he is so keen to seek my assistance. I resisted the temptation to ask him about the newspaper article, and went straight to the crux of the matter. "'So, you've called me here to meet with Lestrade at the appointed time, so that you are free to swan off to some prior engagement. Well, I must say, Holmes, I find this most irregular. While my medical practice is quiet at the present time, you know that I am not without commitments, engagements, and responsibilities of my own.' Holmes seemed genuinely stunned by my rebuke, and a look of concern crept over his pallid white features. "'My dear Watson, it seems I have been very thoughtless in taking your assistance for granted and presuming that you would be able to stand in for me. I meant no offence, but I believe this will be an affair worthy of our attention, since it will be the first time that we have heard from Lestrade since April of this year.' when we were involved in what you described very commendably in your published accounts as the adventure of the empty house. Ever susceptible to my colleague's effortless flattery, I was determined to hold out a while longer. That's all well and good, Holmes, but you haven't even told me what this other appointment is and why you cannot meet with Lestrade yourself. It is a small distraction, I assure you. I would much rather meet with our police colleague, and had planned to do so when I responded to his request yesterday evening. However, about nine o'clock last night...